Welcome to Shotgun Sports USA, powered by Winchester Ammunition, the American legend. Listen to the best shotgun shooters from all over the world in every discipline. Championship winning coaches, gun clubs, target setters, vendors, as well as companies that make it all happen. Shotgun Sports USA is also driven by Beretta, the number one choice of champions. Also brought to you by Briley, Rick Hemingway's Pramatic Trap Sales, Cole Gunsmithing, Clay Target Vision, Castellani USA, and Ultimate Shooting Accessories, Sound Gear, Clay Shooter Supply, and Falcon Strike. Thanks for listening, and remember to visit us online at ShotgunSportsUSA.com, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram. Today on the show, I have two guys that are part of the team that help bring Winchester ammunition to Clay Target Sports every year. We're going to talk about Winchester in the future for the NSCA, the ATA, and the SCTP. Hear about White Flyer and something brand new for the sub juniors. Welcome to the show, Donnie Ballard and Nathan Robinson. Today I have a couple of the guys from Winchester on the show with me, and we're going to cover several things involving Winchester and their support of Clay Target Sports. Uh, the overwhelming support, time, and dedication this company has for Clay Target Sports is really unbelievable, and we're going to talk about that. So I've got on with me Donnie Ballard, Shooting Sports Marketing Coordinator, and I've got Nathan Robinson on. He's the marketing manager there at Winchester. What's up, guys? How's it going, Justin? Hey, Justin, good to be here. Thanks for uh, taking the time to include us on the podcast today. Donnie and I have been talking about this for, I don't know, what, a month, Donnie, and we finally got together. So Nationals is over. Let's talk about that. You know, it's sad to have the season over for sure, but <laughs> uh, it makes it slightly less sad when the last shoot was such a mud fest. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mess. It was it was great, obviously. It's always fun to go to San Antonio, and they put on such a great event, and seeing all the people at Nationals is awesome. Um, but I was happy to have the Winchester store to hang out in during the monsoon that was down there. Yeah, I got I got pretty lucky, too. I, I only shot one event, and it was uh, during the very driest portion of Saturday, so I didn't get it. Didn't get too muddy. When you walked out of the Winchester building, I'm sure there was water everywhere. Had to have been. Yeah, they, it just doesn't. It just does not drain there. Yeah, but it was it was fun. I mean, there was there was this little kid riding a bike the whole time down the lane, and it was just like he was creating a core memory. Like you know, the, it was just six, a rooster six, six tail of water, just mud all up his back, <laughs> and he was having a blast. So the, the nationals this year was the largest one held. It was the largest one ever. You know, and I don't know how it keeps getting bigger every year, but we're really excited to see it. Yeah. You know, you've Winchester's been involved with the championship tour. How long now? 2019, I believe, was the first year. Okay. So we're four years. We're in year. Yep. Yeah. We're in year four, going into year five. Yep. And it's not stopping there, right? That's right. Yeah. We're, we're, we're signed up, uh, contracted out, I, I think at least the next three years. So nice. Uh, and same with the Winchester Ladies Cup. That was also uh, re-upped also for another three years. So that was a addition in year two of the championship tour. 
you know, I kind of find myself when I go to look at scores, looking at the, the and you probably do the same thing because you're with Winchester, but looking at the ladies cup, you know, you can go down and see who's winning, you know, each shoot of the ladies and who's going to win the ladies cup. That's kind of what I, I do. That's I great to hear. Cause that's exactly the intent of it. We wanted to bring a spotlight to the women who are out there shooting and increase interest, both among ladies that weren't shooting, but then also just, around it in general so everybody shooting pays a little more attention and maybe gets a little more excited about the ladies cup competition and the ladies listening the, the way that works is every championship tour tournament so all the regionals nationals u.s open i think world's in there right yeah the world english is included okay so you win that shoot or you're in the top three of the women you get a check that's right the first place is 2500 second place is 1500 and third place is a thousand and at the end of the year, I'm, I'm assuming that you combine efforts. So Yeah, so the, the championship tour points race, if you go on their website and you just sort by, you know, there's open, there's there's lady, there's sub-junior. If, you just, if you're looking at the ladies, it's, it's the, the top five scores from the championship tour. Yeah. And that, you know, they take the top five and then that points race at the end of the year is decided at nationals and it's a good it's a lot it's a lot of added money that uh that really goes to help promote the sport yeah uh since we started that or since winchester started that there's been a lot of if you notice how many ladies are shooting now I'm yeah gonna... i just got the actual the surveys back from uh from nationals and it, it was it was well over 20 percent. so that was 20 percent. i know, I know I, yeah wow. i know it wasn't 20 percent. you know 10 years ago so that's that's good to see that number keep growing yeah no Wow. Yeah, I, I think I think at this year's nationals there was we, we need to go to score chaser and look it up, but it was if you look at the lady registrations for for nationals, it was it was a lot. Yeah. It was it was more than I think it was two hundred maybe, somewhere in that range. That's crazy. And I'll tell you something, I've mentioned this somewhere. I've said it several times actually. It's it's not gonna be much longer and we're gonna see the women start you know, winning these shoots, not just yeah. the concurrent, but I'm talking about the whole shoot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a few, there's been a few, I think, uh, Karen has won the ladies cup three years in a row. And I, I, I believe she won a fee task slam outright. Mm-hmm. Either it was either earlier this year or late last year. I've heard something mentioned called the sub junior top shot. And I'm going to tell you, I don't know what this is yet. So I want you to tell me what it is. So that is the top five, uh, sub junior shooters, on the NSCA championship tour points race at the end of the year. So those top five shooters, uh, are getting a Winchester gear package as well as, uh, 25 cases of double a target loads. Nice. Uh, so it, it really recognizes those, those kids. Um, and hopefully it keeps them, keeps them in the game knowing that they, at the end of the tunnel, there's, uh, there's some, some prizes, you know, the, the, uh, NSCA mentioned they're, they're going to start including sub juniors, right, on the on the teams. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. For the uh, the national uh, sporting and FITAS teams. So I think that it's. I mean, this is just adding to it. It's all the more reason to go to go after it. You know. Yeah. All, all the stuff that's available for the for the ladies, for the kids, for young men and women, whatever you want to call them, and the and the adult. I mean, just everybody. There's something for everybody. Winchester offers in shooting sports and yeah the uh, more the more we put into the game the more we we get out of it and yeah. if you want to grow the game you gotta 
you know, you, you've got to grow the incentives for the shooters to, to want to go to those shoots. And we've seen that be a success with the ladies. And obviously the SCTP numbers and the youth numbers are growing every year. Uh, so uh, everybody's doing something right in that, in that regard. So talking about the championship tour, how was it for Winchester in 2023? Uh, was it what you expected and, and you know, what were your highlights of the year? Yeah, we actually, because we're a company, think of everything in metrics, right? And mm -hmm. so we break it down into how our team did, how we did for merchandise sales, how the promotions went, how many uh, boxes of double A's went out the door. And I would say we we're real happy across all of those this year. And uh, just a testament to the growth in the industry, but then also that people are paying attention to the investments we've made and that it's important to Winchester and they're rewarding us by choosing double A's when they go to the ammo counter. And so that percentage of sales has continued to increase for us and we're thrilled to see that because really not because we're trying to just make every dollar we can it's ultimately the best way to see do people see that winchester cares about their sport and does that matter to them and uh, they vote with their dollars and right now we're winning big in the clay target sports yeah oh yeah you're mate i can remember when was it they came really strong back into sporting clays was it 19 donnie yeah, 2018, 2019 yeah. time frame. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be big. And they have, and you haven't stopped. It's just like you, it's every year is better and better and better. So, um, you know, here and that's continuing into 2024 for sure. Yeah, I was going to say 2024. I know you're on the, you, like you said, you had a contract with them. So what's what's in the future for 24 for Sporting Clays? So I mean, it's a busy year. Everybody knows that. I mean, there's the World English and the World Fee Task uh, that are in the United States. Um, we've already committed to be main event sponsors of the Western Regional, the Southeast Regional, uh, the U.S. Open at Northbrook, uh, the North Central Regional. Um, we're the uh, we're the Fee Task Parkour sponsor as well at the uh, at, at the World Fee Task. So pretty much every major event next year, we're we're going to be a part of it. So nice. Uh, the World English at uh, at Anthony's is is powered by Winchester so if you go on Score Chaser you can see the the Winchester logo underneath the the M&M World English logo it looks pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. I'm I'm probably going to go to that one. I have never been to Anthony's. I've mentioned that before and I'm going to go and I want to oh. see I want to see the place, you know. Yeah. They you got you got to make it up there for sure. Winchester's not just involved in, in sporting clays. They're involved in a lot of stuff. You know, anything shooting sports related. And the, the, one of the big things that we talk about all the time that's going to help the sport grow is the youth in the sport, whether it be in schools or SCTP or whatever it is, that's the future of the sport. And you also, you put a lot of time and effort in the youth. That's right. We are the, also the official ammo, uh, of the SCTP. So that's the Scholastic Clay Target Program. They have over 20,000 kids and uh, their big event is in July every year like the week after 4th of July uh, out in uh, the Cardinal Center in Ohio. So that event is is getting bigger and bigger every year. It's, it's I mean, it's crazy how big that's gotten. I think in 2010 when we first kind of started supporting that event, there was like 5,000 shooters nationwide, and now they're at, they're at 20,000 plus, and it, that's awesome. Why do you – Yeah, both, both ATA and SCTP were – 
making sure that youth are a priority and we're the dominant supporter of youth shooting across those organizations. And just to kind of reference back to something Donnie said earlier about core memories with the kid that was just having a blast out in the mud at nationals. One of my core memories and what brought me to Winchester is that my grandpa was a Winchester shooter. And when I was a little kid, I would help him at the reloading bench and just thinking back to those early days of when I was first exposed to Winchester. And then when we'd go to the gun club, he'd always hand me a box of his double a reloads um, probably cause I was a kid and he didn't want to waste the new ones on me, but he always kept me supplied with reloads. We want new shooters to have that same experience with Winchester because that's what, those memories build loyalty. And so we're hoping that by being there for them and supporting their events and making cool gear for them to wear and having fun promotions, that they'll interact with Winchester and then become loyal to us and be part of the Winchester family for life. Yeah. What I know you've probably, you guys probably look at this, but what, why do you think that the youth sports or youth shooting sports is getting as large as it, as it is? What's, what's some contributing factors to that? I think the one of the main things is there's nobody sits on the bench. I mean, I'm I'm a youth coach myself. I coach my local high school team and we've got 40ish kids that shoot on the team and all 40 of those kids shoot every week. I mean, there's not a an A team and a B team and a C team. It's everybody gets to shoot and mm-hmm. I think that's what's awesome about it. And it's something you can do with your parents, you can do with your your grandpa. It, it it's it's something you can do when you're 12 years old is something you can do when you're when you're 80 years old it's kind of like golf in that regard yeah yep except the scores are different if you shoot high in golf you're not you're not any good if you shoot I'm high pretty, in, you know what if we're on a sporting clays course i'm gonna break an 87 if we're on a golf course i'm gonna break 87 so i'm i'm pretty consistent are you yeah i, I would yeah i'd be 187 <laughs> well speaking of that similar to golf it's an event that kids can do with their parents or grandparents. I think that's part of what leads to the success because it's fun for everybody. Uh, mom or dad can take their kids to the range and they'll have a good time instead of just being in a crowded gym watching basketball practice. And uh, I think that's a contributor. It's also something that people of varying physical um, abilities can really excel at shooting. And so they may not have found a home on the football team or the baseball team, but they can shoot, uh, you know, just as competitively with their peers on a trap team. Yep. That's correct. You know, you, it, you don't have to be in shape or you don't have, you know, not everybody's built the same, you know, I mean, yep. I, there, there's a, a class at nationals, uh, that, I, I don't know what they call it, but I know, you know, the handicap people shoot in it and it's, it's really pretty cool to see that these guys, you know, if whether in a wheelchair or whatever it is, being able to go out there and shoot with Zach or whoever it is they're shooting with, they can shoot right there with them. And that's, you can't do that in other sports. You know, I mean, it doesn't work that way. So, but yeah, so SCTP going back to that Winchester, don't they have different programs from, from the beginners all the way up to international teams? Aren't there some sort of programs that y'all offer for this, for the SCTP? Yeah, so there's the SCTP international team, and they are chosen at nationals, and then they compete um, as a group, and they will go overseas as well. I think there's 10 shooters on that team that get picked uh, from how they place at at nationals. So we always 
help them out with some gear and some and some vests and and that sort of thing and recognize that team yeah um but there also is uh around this time every year uh the sctp will will send out an email to all the coaches and, and we do have a youth uh, ammo purchase program so if you're an sctp coach uh, check your inbox nice how does that work if you're a coach donnie you, you just they get a, like an email and you have to follow a link or something to sign up for it how does that work yeah yeah just check your email and then the sctp uh they they facilitate all of that for okay. us we just kind of help them out and supply them with ammunition and uh yeah they yeah all those purchases are processed through sctp so gotcha. they collect them and then they you know combine everything together and send it over to us and the goal there is that we do not want people to miss out on a shooting season because they can't find ammo and that was really happening around the covid years mm -hmm. and so we thought it was important to have a way for them to you know get direct to winchester and get the best deal that they could uh, so that they'd be shooting winchester when they're ready to hit the ranges again i was talking to donnie the other day about the double a one ounce loads and the uh super target one ounce loads and how that the super target loads didn't you tell me, Donnie, that they won a trap tournament with them, the Super Targets, right? Keith Ditto, who uh, he's one of our sponsored trap shooters. Yep. He lo he loves the Super Targets, and he's he's ran several two hundred traits with them. So, yeah, yeah there's he's from Kentucky, and he's uh, many time All American. Yeah, routinely yeah. at the top of the ATA finalists at yeah. the Grand. There, there's no detriment shooting shooting those. I mean, you can you can break two hundred straight with them, particularly with singles. I mean, when you're at 16 yard range yeah um it is a lower antimony level so there will be more pellet deformation so your long distance patterns will maybe have more holes in the pattern or won't be quite as tight but uh 16 yards i think it's a great round for people to choose it may actually even help them because their pattern might be a little bit wider than it is with the double a so it's always good to shoot at a pattern board and see what your ammo is doing so that you can make decisions on what you prefer to shoot at the different disciplines that you're going to be participating in. Why do y'all keep bringing up trap? <laughs> I'm a so, Midwest so guy. The, That's how I it's, grew up. It's the sporting clays shooters uh, and friends. They're, they're always kind of like, man, traps, traps kind of boring. And I'm like, traps a great game. And <laughs> like 70% of the shooters are shooting trap. So it, by the numbers trap is trap is massive i love i love the trap i love the grand american i mean i love all the games i'll, sh I'll shoot anything anytime they come out with a new game i'm shooting it but and i can make a comparison to sporting clays if, if you go to nationals and you're shooting the k cup super target might be a good one for it because those targets are generally really close and in your face mm -hmm. but if you're uh, shooting those long crossing middies out in the open field then you want your super handicap or your diamond grade because that's going to give you the best possible pattern at those longer distances. Why did you avoid the trap question, Nathan? I didn't. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm proud to shoot okay. in all disciplines. <laughs> Nathan, every every year, Nathan shoots the uh, Grand American uh, Winchester singles event with me. So, yeah, he, so a, I was going to bring he's that a trap up. Shooter. Did y'all tie or did he win? Who won? Oh, that's a sore subject. It, yeah, this is a sore subject. So, uh, Donnie and I shot against each other last, I guess it's two years ago, and tied. And we were very aware of our scores throughout the whole thing and congratulating each other on how well we were shooting. And then, what was it, two weeks later, the scores were posted and Donnie looked them up. And my 
take on it is that the scorekeeper must have made a mistake because the scores that were posted did not reflect what we thought we shot that day. But Donnie was very excited to rub it in that he actually beat me. <laughs> it, was, it was actually Foster Bartholo's fault. He, he doesn't know how to count. Yeah. Was he taking score? He was... Yeah, he was sort of trying to keep track, I think. Well, speaking of, you brought up ATA being as big as it is. How how big is the ATA? So the Grand American, for instance, it, just that single event is four and a half million targets and ammo shot. So it, it's it's the largest clay target event in the world. Four and a half million. Yes, that, those are the the four and a half million. That's re- the registered targets for that event. So that's basically a little over, I mean, double nationals of sporting clays. Yeah, and, and also trap two. That event is is like seventeen days. That in, that includes wow. the aim shoot, and then there's the prelim week for the grand, and then there's the grand week. So uh, if you want to go to all that, you have to take a month off of work. Basically, a lot of yeah, <laughs> if, a lot of shooters will like the kids. A lot of shooters will just come in and like, for the kids week and shoot, and then a lot of people will just shoot the grand week. And if and if you just want to shoot what is considered the the championship events, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So Thursday is uh, singles. Friday is the doubles, and then the handicap um, on that last that last Saturday. Right. So you can. So yeah, you don't need to be. You don't need to shoot all twenty six hundred targets, but you can. <laughs> so you've got some pretty good trap shooters under Winchester, right? We do. So yeah. So Dagan Voitman, he he's the ATA Clay Target Champion this year. So he broke a two hundred straight. And then he shot 800 straight in the shoot off to finally win. All right. That's what I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah. I, I keep hearing about these shoot offs that are like massive numbers. Like you just said, 800 straight. Yeah. And it takes like two or three nights. Yeah. So how does that work? So there'll probably be around 50 to 60 shooters that'll break the 200 straight. Okay. And then they'll, they'll shoot off, uh, that night and they'll shoot off the next night. And then finally it gets whittled down to, to two shooters and they, uh, you know, they decide who wins. I, I feel really bad for the guy that broke, you know, 975 and didn't win. Uh, so <laughs> to win a, to shoot a thousand straight, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yes, it is. What, how, how, so the shoot offs where they just, until somebody gets tired, we're going to finish the rest tomorrow. And if we don't finish it, we'll finish the next day. Is that how that works? Yeah, yeah, it's it's up to the the shoot off, you know, director's discretion. Wow. Sometimes they'll 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 stop it, you know, noon or midnight or one o'clock somewhere in that that time frame. And some of the events carry over to the next day. So if there's a singles event, for example, each day, the shoot offs from Monday will carry over into the normal shooting on Tuesday. So their shooting then counts towards that shoot off. But eventually, the it's the last singles event, and they just have to sit there and keep shooting until they're done and uh one of the more famous times that that happened it was leo harrison and foster bartholo back in i think like 2009 or eight Nine, yeah and um they shot a ridiculous number of targets late into the early morning hours and finally the uh, director of the ata came out to him and said hey we've never done this before but what do you guys think about just sharing the championship title this year and so it's the only time that's ever been done, but who knows? They, they could have still been out there shooting today if they hadn't done that. So we're yeah. glad that they were able to do that. You talk about, you know, mental, that's gotta be mental. A bunch it, of it. Yeah. You, you, you have to be making the right move. Every shot you have to be, I mean, you have to be hydrated. You have to be, 
you just have to be ready and you, you know if you if you get up there and just put your gun up and say pull and you're you're just kind of in a not in a good mindset eventually you'll miss so to just mentally be able to do that a thousand times and care about a thousand shots is is what's impressive about trap yes yes it is no i've i've broken 200 in a row and i think my longest run is like 287 and when i finally missed i was kind of like relieved it was over yeah I, it got to the point where it was just kind of like wow and matt, matt barthlow says that too and you know he's uh won the ata world doubles three years in a row and i i was lucky enough to shoot with him and foster at this grand they had a they had a squad mate that had gotten sick so they needed they needed basically just a body there the kind of knew sort of what they were doing and he he didn't really i think he had a streak of like 500 straight and he finally missed the and won the event before uh the big event and it was just kind of like you know he was relieved that 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 one was over and now he could focus on on uh, just the world doubles championship the next day. I know hitting targets is fun, right? You want to have a high score, but when you're talking about 700, 800 targets, I mean, I I would think I would be to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm just going to miss one. So I don't have to keep doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why we're not at that level though, because (laughs) I'm with you. I'd I'd start to lose interest. Yeah. My ADD starts to kick in, but those guys can just do it for all day and night, it seems. Yeah. What part, what does Winchester do in ATA? What are they, what is their, I know we've talked about sporting clays and SCTP. What do they do for the ATA? Yeah. So we're the official uh, ammo uh, of the ATA and white flyer is the official target of the ATA. Um, so, you know, and that is a newer designation of being the official ammo, but we've been there supporting them for over a hundred years. And so it's, you know, part of Winchester's history too, that early days of ATA, we were there supporting them and have been consistent in that. And, uh, you know, plan to for as long as they stick around. I didn't know this, but you've been a part of it for a hundred years. Yeah, we actually, so Lynn Gibson, uh, who's the executive director of the ATA, we were kind of like going back and forth because, uh, we, we just recently re-upped our official ammo uh, and target designation for another three years with the ATA. Uh, just, I think it was last week we did that. Um, and we were trying to figure out what year it really was. And I believe it's somewhere around 1900 where, to where we became involved. What, what, that, they were shooting glass balls back then, weren't they? They were back in like the 1880s and 90s. They had the glass balls that were that were filled with like the feathers. But at the 1900, there, there was at the 1900 is whenever they had kind of similar targets to what we, what we see now. So you said you're the ammo sponsor and target sponsor white flyer for the ATA. That's a new part of Winchester, right? And not just the sponsor we're the official ammunition and the official clay target, um, which I mean, the only reason that they were interested in giving us that is because of that long history of support Mm -hmm. and just the scale of the support. Um, You know, they've seen that we're heavily invested in the shooting sports and wanted to reward us for that. But we've worked with white flyer for a long time. There was actually a period of time where Winchester Olin corporation owned white flyer and we produced them ourselves. And uh, during a point they divested of the company and sold it to Regent Chemicals, and now we're coming full circle and we've brought them back in-house. And so we're really proud to not only be, you know, the big 
shot shell that's used, but now the target as well. So does the name change? Does it still say white flyer? Oh, absolutely. It's going to stay white. Yeah. So the white flyer target, they there's, if you look on the top of them, there's a double a on it. Right. Uh, so that, that double a logo has been with both of our brands for going back to at least the mid 1960s. Yeah. Will Winchester be on the box? Will it say Winchester just staying just like it's been? A lot of those conversations are still happening. We're going to try to put our spin on the packaging and make some improvements where we think they can be made. But honestly, White Flyer has been doing it right. That's part of why we were interested in Mm -hmm. acquiring them is that they dominate the clay target space and they had great people. They've got great products. And so we're not making any big changes. We're just um, trying to benefit from combining forces and uh, being that one-stop shop for ranges around the country so that uh, the same guy they deal with on their clay target purchases now can also sell them ammunition. All right. I know you know, you guys know this. How many clay targets were sold last year? A lot. A lot. <laughs> I mean, that's a ton. If you think about that, the people, the amount of people that shoot at those, those things. Are yeah. Cr- just crazy. to give you some scale though, I'm on the ATA website and uh, it says that more than 55 million targets are shot annually as part of the ATA. So if you add in skeet and sporting clays, I'm sure that number probably doubles. Yeah. That's, that's, that's amazing. You know, and then you think of the shotgun shells that shoot at them. So that's just, it's crazy. And that kind of, it brings us to this, something else you're involved with is called shoot United. And that's getting all these people involved in shooting so they can go out and have fun with these things that you offer. Right. That's right. I mean, you've got, you, you've got the shotgun shells. I mean, you got rifles, you got, you know, rifle ammunition, you got, now you've got the clay targets. Everything that you offer is something that people can enjoy. And that's basically what shoot United is, right? Yeah. And I guess to back up, we talked a bit about how I got interested in the shooting sports. I know Donnie's dad worked uh, at a company that was tied to Olin Winchester. And so he's been involved since he was a little kid. I'm sure you probably have some story, Justin, of how you were introduced. But what we saw in the data for new shooters is that there's a lot of people that don't have that kind of background. They didn't have a grandpa to take them to the range or um, they didn't work at a range like Donnie did when he was in high school. And so we wanted a resource to help educate people on how to get involved if they're interested and then uh, teach them the basics so that they're comfortable and they're safe when they get out there. And to your point, that spans beyond just clay targets because Centerfire pistol and rifle is a big deal to us also. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the new participation in our industry is coming about it from self-defense or pistol shooting, uh, whether that's recreational or competitive. And so we want to put resources out there just to inspire people to try it out and to educate them so they do it safely and have a good experience when they get to the range. Where are the Where is this taking place at? How, do, how, does, how does it work? Do they go to your website and like sure just fill out some information and someone contacts them? How does that work? So the interesting thing about this is that while Winchester started it and is the driving force behind it, we don't want it to stay that way. And from day one, we've kind of kept our distance from a branding perspective. And Shoot United is a standalone entity that uh, also has support from other companies in the industry like Springfield and Browning and GSM and some of our big distributors. There's a whole bunch of companies that have stepped up 
to be a part of this initiative. And uh, so because of that, there's a lot of ways you can make your way to Shoot United, either through something that they have on their website or through some kind of outdoor media talking about it. But it does have a website. It does have social media pages. It does have a lot of YouTube videos. And so whatever way people get there, what they'll find is a lot of resources and it's just aimed to equip people and uh, help them feel comfortable getting into a new hobby. And so that could be through watching a video on somebody like Amy Colley. Uh, she's a young collegiate shooter who we did a special interest film about, mm -hmm. uh, or somebody like Becky Yackley, who's a three gun mom. And she has her whole family out at the range shooting three gun competitions and really excelling. Uh, just as a way to inspire people and give them an example of what their story could turn out to look like if they get involved in the shooting sports. Yeah. And I would, I would recommend this to the the people listening, uh, Becky Yackley and, and Amy and all these people that are, are part of team Winchester. It's really cool to go on and follow their, their social media pages because yeah. example, Becky, which she's been on the show before it, it, it's like watching a story with her. She's always doing something. She's shooting. She's building something. She's always doing something. And it's like you get to know her. You know what I mean? And you can see yeah. how she does yeah. things. Same thing with everybody. Uh, everybody that's that I have looked at that's part of Team Winchester really has a cool uh, social media presence. And it's something to go check out if if that's something you're into. Go check check those people out. and And you can learn a lot by just watching what they do, you know? Absolutely. So I think it's really neat that every, I mean, I don't think it's neat about social media. I think it's neat that people put what they put on social media and share it with people so that they can see that they're just normal people that shoot, you know, and, and have a good time just like everybody else does. So, uh, shoot United something. I think that's great. Everybody can learn even if you know how to shoot, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And there's a lot of things too. Like, you know, they, they're like Becky's at the top of her game. Mm -hmm. which is pretty radically different from trap and skeet and sporting clay. So, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to learn and get into that mindset, I mean, you can learn just as much from or pick up something that she might do in her preparation that would help you. And, you know, the clay target game too. So, you know, I think the most important thing for listeners to know is that occasionally I still beat Donnie when we're shooting clay target sports. <laughs> He is more present at the events and gets to shoot more registered birds than I do. But, uh, you know, just like the participants out there at Winchester, we're really competitive and we have a lot of fun at the range. And so we know how it is for some friends to go out and shoot together and that camaraderie and the relationships that are built. And so it's fun for us to mix that hobby and career together. But we very much uh, can still relate to that experience and hopefully I'll best him at an event sometime this year but it gets harder and harder every year because he keeps getting better you know it's definitely it's definitely awesome when uh you work at a company that really encourages you to to shoot and be active in the outdoor sports um a lot, there's a lot of people that were that work here um, behind the scenes that are just as active in the clay target game as nathan and i so you know, when your employees are shooting a lot and really enjoying it, you know, that's going to make your ammo better. That's that's going to make the whole Winchester experience better when everybody feels like they're invested uh, to make a great product. So that's very cool. How, how do y'all determine who gets to take off and who doesn't? You mean take off to go to events? Yeah. Or you? Well, 
Or are you just automatically that's Donnie's going? core responsibility. His job is shooting promotions, so that's why he gets to go to the larger amount. Um, I still get to go to some of them, but I also have to do all of the consumer events like NRA show and Turkey Federation and stuff like that. And so I'm on the road more, but it's a, a bigger variety of things that I'm doing. So you're saying Donnie gets to shoot more than you do, but you can still shoot as good as he can. Occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have, it's, it's sure nice when it comes together. Now I've seen you, Nathan, at sporting clay shoots, but I don't know that I've seen you shoot. Do you shoot at those when you go? I'll usually do a side event, something okay. like the K cup. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do the main event, uh, when I was there for the full length of, cause I used to have Donnie's job and, uh, I shot with some really great shooters back in the early 2010 to 14 era. But, uh, now I get pulled a lot of different directions. So Donnie is the one that we've kind of trusted to lead the ship at the events. And my main role is to come in and make sure that we're stocked up on gear in the store and, uh, help out with any interviews and media stuff. And he takes on the, uh, shooting yeah, the events have really evolved too. Like at this last nationals, I mean, we had film crews. We were supporting the NSCA film crews, so there was, I think, there was two or three film crews at at that whole shoot. So uh, it used to just be kind of like a hangout, and, and now it's it's turned into a, just getting a lot of content, a lot of stuff that we can use in our media. Just really valuable time having everybody at one spot, and you can get a lot of stuff knocked out. You're talking about the K Cup. Nathan, you brought that up a few times. It, yeah. it moved this year. Did you like where it moved to? I didn't shoot it this year. I was down uh, just helping with the filming. So where did they move it? They take it out of the woods. Yeah. It was all the way, all the way in the back where like the five stand usually is. Yeah. Way back. That in the hurts back. me a little to hear that. Cause I like being in the woods. I'm more of an instinctive <laughs> shooter. My real passion, if we're going to be honest, is shooting upland birds. And so I kind of look at the uh, sporting clays, time is practice for when i get out and can chase pheasants and quail and so being in the woods and have those real quick instinctive shots my bread and butter if i have to think about leads i'm in trouble because i overthink them and then end up making mistakes i have several people all the time ask me hey where can i get a winchester shirt and you've got a winchester yeah. store online that's that's yeah that's we do so winchestergear.com is your home for any winchester merchandise year round 24 7 and we've got a great selection of stuff there that changes almost weekly it's it does. pretty uh frequent that we add new items and so check that out often if there's not something you really want today next month there probably will be and we run pretty frequent specials and sales and uh, limited time opportunities to buy stuff and so that's a great place. But then we also have three different retail facilities that are open at uh, key ranges around the country. And one of those is in San Antonio at the National Shooting Complex. Uh, one is in Ohio at the Cardinal Center, which is the home of SCTP Nationals and the Buckeye Classic and Ohio State Trap Shoot. And then the third one is at the World Shooting Complex in Sparta, Illinois. And that one is open for the ATA uh, us open and the grand American. And they've got everything gun cases. I think you have rugs. I mean, signs, yeah. every, everything's on there. All so. kinds of cabin or, 
uh, reloading room decor. We got a whole bunch of clothing and usually at really good deals because our goal there is to get as much branding out as possible and for people to have a fun interaction with Winchester. It's not a profit engine for Winchester. It's really all about just people taking a Winchester shirt home back to their local club and hopefully having some positive experiences with Winchester while they're there. Yeah. And we have a lot of really good Winchester licensees as well. Yeah. Um, Winchester safes is a, is a great part, a partner for of ours. Uh, we just recently uh, signed a licensing agreement with bear pelt, the vest company. So they've got five or six custom Winchester vests uh, on their website. And then as well as now everybody that, Custom uh, makes a, a bear pelt vest. Our logos are available for them to put on their vest. So, how does someone go about doing that? Say there's somebody that's interested in that. Is, do they need to contact you in general for licensing? Say they have a company they want to get involved with in, with Winchester. Is that something that they need to contact you about, or how does that work? Do you pick and choose who you want to do that? Some of both. We get approached by companies, and then there's times where we find a company that we want to work with and approach them. Right, um, but. Yeah, there's always opportunities in different categories. Like Donnie said, we've got some that are locked up, like safes, and we've got knives, and we've got wood boxes and um, stuff like that covered. But uh, if there's a new product that would be a good fit with the Winchester brand and their uh, leadership team is similarly minded, then absolutely, we'd nice. like to talk to them and see if we can work something out. All about advancing in the, in the world. Right, getting getting your name out there and and helping people do well. Similar. That's things. It. it. They all support each other. All so right. if somebody has a good experience with Winchester Ammo, they're more likely to buy a Winchester safe, and then hopefully they have a good experience there, and they want to buy a Winchester shirt or hat or you know kind of just blossoms. We were looking at the at the USA Sporting Clays teams uh, here recently. They've released who's who made the team. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at this list and these teams are stacked. Do you have uh, it in front of you? I do. I'm looking at, I'm looking at it right in front of me. Call so, them out. so the seniors team for sporting, we've got, uh, captain Brandon Powell, Braxton Oliver, Zach Keenbaum, Gavin miles, Kevin DeMichael and Derek mind is your alternate. And when Derek minds your alternate, that's a pretty tough team. Yes. And then the junior team uh, is, is like very stacked. It's Todd Hitch's captain, Joe Finese. Connor Daniel and Turner Parcell. For the senior super vet team, we've got Donnie Graneman, Jim Bellows, Bill Hogg, John Markle. Uh, the lady team, Karen Miles is the captain. Shelby Moon, Madison Sharp, Halen Hanks. The veteran team, uh, Team Winchester captain, Mike Wilgus is on that one with uh, Bill McGuire, Wendell Cherry, and Rodney Disbro. That's going to be a hard team to beat. Did you say Mike Wilgus is on the veteran team? Yeah, this is his first year as, as the veteran, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of dubs for Mike Wilgus, I think, this next year. I heard a lot of Winchester names, so you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good shooters on this list. Yes, there is. And if, if for the people listening that don't know, in order to make that team, you have to do very well on the championship tour in order to make the USA team. So, you know, regionals, nationals, U.S. Opens again, what, what we talked about earlier, you have to com- compete and and finish up up at the top to be able to be on this team so it's literally the best the best in the in the country on yeah and it's very competitive and if you look at the the list of the you know let's say the next the next 10 shooters that didn't make the team i mean you you could 
you can you can make a case that they they deserve to be on the team also because there's a lot of there's a lot of people that have won regionals recently that that uh, just were came up a little bit short. And they do it every year. So so if you want to be on one, you better get to shooting. Starts the season starts in February, I think, don't it? Yep. Go to all the regionals and uh, put up some some big scores, and it might be you on on the uh, list next year. Yep. I, I you know I've I've went to all the regionals one time. I never got on that list. So I don't know. You, you know, you and I are, maybe we're just a little unique. I, I don't know. We'll maybe next year we'll figure it out. We like talking about it instead of going, right? <laughs> We'd rather just talk about it and, and talk how, how, you know, I really wish I could go. All you have to do That's is still fun too. There's a lot of people that uh, watch ESPN that aren't ever going to be on a professional field. I, I like the way Nathan, th- he always brings the positive out in things. Right. I'm sure if they, if somebody were to go on the, my NSCA website and to look up, uh, Justin Barker and Donnie Ballard, they probably realize why we're not on that team. <laughs> yeah. We've been, we've been to a lot of them. We just hadn't made the team yet. We're, <laughs> we're still practicing. <laughs> well, Hey, listen, guys, I appreciate you coming on. I learned a lot today and, and I've always, I always enjoy talking to you guys anyway. So, um, likewise. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And go check them out. Winchester ammunition. Yes, there is.